Welcome to the InfoSec Career Video Series. This set of short videos will provide a brief look inside cybersecurity careers and the experience needed to enter them. Today, I'll be speaking with InfoSec Skills author Chris Stevens about the role of privacy manager. So let's get into it. Welcome, Chris. Hey, Chris. It's, um, it's good to see you again. Um, I enjoy these uh, discussions. You know, I'm passionate about privacy, cybersecurity. So, you know, I enjoy participating in your podcast. Absolutely. This is uh, you were you were my first person that I wanted to contact on this topic. So, uh, <laughs> so let's start with the basics, Chris. What does a privacy manager do? What are the day to day tasks of a role like privacy manager? Well, you know, it varies by um, organization organization. But if we were to baseline those, just to really understand the the needs of the um, director of privacy or the data privacy officer or the chief privacy officer. Um, translating um, external requirements into policy procedures and standards, overseeing the staff. Um, you know, I wrote an article for IPP back in 2014 that advocated for a career path for privacy professionals. So I've been thinking mm -hmm. about this for some time, you know, to bring uh, privacy professionals in at a um, entry level, uh, introduce them to some of the policy requirements, teach them how to do PIAs, how to do risk assessments, and then as they um, grow in the profession, start having them also at a management perspective. You know, um, you've done a great job. I think one of my colleagues from another podcast, it was either Ralph or John, uh, they teach a version of the uh, Certified Information Privacy Managers course. Um, IPP offers that, and, and it's a great course. You know, it takes a... Uh, a fictional person that's become the CPO or director of privacy for this huge global uh, medical company. And, you know, walks her through the challenges of not only building a, an effective privacy program, but how do you sustain it? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I've always been a force of one, but I've also worked with other privacy professionals where, you know, the person in charge had to do a number of things, you know, review contracts, um, in one company, um, working for our federal government agencies, the um, analysts themselves were being asked to do things outside of their normal comfort zone. Mm -hmm. um, and that was the manager's um, responsibility of if you're contracting, interpret the needs of the client and then helping your um, junior privacy analysts or professionals grow into those new requirements. In this case, it was risk management. Okay. Now, um, now the, the we were talking about privacy manager here, but obviously that's not an entry level position. So, can you talk about some experiences and study that someone would need to uh, engage in to move up to privacy manager level? Can you talk about like yes. the steps yes, from privacy can. professional to manager? Yeah, I think I, you know, in, in the career path I outlined, I saw that maybe uh, three to five years down the road after you, because there are so many different aspects of privacy. Large companies are able to uh, distill that into those spared buckets. But if you're a smaller company, you might require that one analyst to do a number of tasks. And so, you know, you, you get one of the certs. We're always talking about certs. Yep. Um, that gives credibility to you as a privacy professional. So, okay. you know, many of us start out with one of the policy certs, whether that's the certified information privacy professional for U.S. or Europe. Uh, learn the nuances of the law, those requirements, learn how to write policies, procedures, and standards, understand how to interact, become an effective communicator. 
Mm -hmm. uh, because oftentimes being a privacy professional was like being Sisyphus in Greek mythology. We roll big rocks up hills and they roll back down over us. Back down, yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, three to five years learning that risk management, how to conduct a privacy impact assessment, Mm -hmm. you know, how to work with, and during that time also reaching across the transom and acquiring some other industry search. Like you do a great job in preparing, like you prepared me for the CSUM mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. at InfoSec. And then after a while, start looking at those, those positions that require you to manage that process right. and to manage, um, be uh, anticipatory and the needs of your clients. Lots of times you may not be working as a core employee. You may be a contractor. Mm-hmm. And so that takes a special nuance of how to support the organization. Um, I've had a lot of friends that, you know, worked in great organizations, lots of that in the federal government, and some were not so focused on privacy. So they were looking at the privacy manager to help them understand what privacy was. Mm-hmm. It can be a difficult job, but it's an important job in all organizations. And they go by different titles as well, uh, right. Chris. Now, um, speaking in, in terms of uh, qualifications on a resume and so forth. We mentioned uh, IAPP certifications as a a uh, benchmark of your you know uh, demonstrated knowledge. Is a formal degree generally also required in most job listings for a privacy manager, or can you really get by on experience and and uh, certifications? I, I think that is three tiered. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to have experience, you're going to have the cert, and then if possible, you know, have some type of uh, academic degree. Okay. But I think that in lieu of the academic degree, they'll always go with experience in the cert. Yes. And yeah, and I, I imagine at, at a certain point, the academic degree, it doesn't really matter what it's in as long as you're sort of demonstrating your ability to sort of carry through, uh, you know, an academic de- degree of, of study. So whether it's law or psychology or humanity or whatever, I'm sure it all sort of hits you in the at, at the same spot in terms of uh, usefulness on the resume. Chris, you're absolutely right. You know, okay. I have many, I, I'm a professional student, so I've done doctoral mm-hmm. work. Yep. I've got a number of master's degrees, bachelor degrees, you name it, and nobody cares. Yeah. You know, I, I right. do have a master's in information resource management. But, you know, since I've become a privacy professional on interviews um, and then working with clients, not one person's asked me, hey, break out your sheepskins. <laughs> you know, yes. they go yeah. they go right to the search and they go right to the experience. Mm-hmm. They might glance at the at the academic part and sort of check. Yeah, it they out look at it. Like, OK, you got yeah. one. Yeah, we're, we're, it's we're a done. balancing act where you got 50. Yeah, but how are they? How are they going to translate? Yep, to what that privacy professional is going right. to do for me? You know, you know, Chris, this is the reason why I had at the Global Privacy Summit um, Sunday and Monday 126 students, mm-hmm. attorneys that had advanced degrees, others that had advanced degrees, and yet they were sitting with me mm-hmm. for you know a period of 16 hours trying to get this cert yeah. because the cert means something. You've done a great job of enticing professionals to come in and create learning paths for you. Mm -hmm. I think you're great. You know, I've taught for IPP um, for, you know, many years. But I think that bringing in those practitioners, and that's what the InfoSec Institute does so well, and preparing entry level, intermediate, and advanced um, individuals for um, positions. You, You really teach these courses from the practitioner's perspective. Yep. And so teaching it from that perspective really shortens the learning curve for many of those individuals that want to grow in those industries. 
mm-hmm. do a great job in that. Great. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Now, um, can you speak about like hard or soft skills? You mentioned communication and, and writing ability. Are there other things that a privacy manager needs to do their job well, whether it's a technical skill or, uh, you know, say a background in law or what have you? I'll tell you again, and I had attorneys say this at the course I just taught, the CIPPUS. Um, you don't necessarily have to be an attorney, an attorney to be successful in this career field. I'm not an attorney. I'm a practitioner. But I've, I've acquired depth and breadth in these different laws um, over the years. Right. And so those if, if you want to equate those to hard skills, that's fine. It depends on what you want to do. Like me, I'm eclectic. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't mind writing policies, but I also want to help individuals engineer privacy into their activities. Those are the hard skills. I I think that one of the skills that um, privacy professionals have to have, they have to be good communicators. Uh They have to be good listeners. They have to be forward thinking. Because oftentimes that client doesn't even know what they want as a privacy professional. Yeah. And you have to be patient and you can't be thin skinned because remember, Uh lots of organizations look at, you know, value and in terms of dollars and cents. Yes. And it's kind of hard to equate that from privacy of how I earned you another dollar or cent based on this pound of privacy. Yeah. And so you have to find ways to establish that value proposition. You can't have any fear. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to seek out your counterparts in the organizations and constantly being an advocate for privacy. Yeah. Those are the soft skills. And, and, and once you establish that bona fides, it'll take you far. Mm-hmm. You also can't be the yes, no person. Okay. A, lo- a lot of privacy individuals interpret the law uh, literally, and so it's no. And that's just going to turn off that information security person, that risk owner, that business owner. You have to find ways within the law, within the requirements to help them achieve those goals that they're trying to achieve. Implement a new system. Now, mm-hmm. sometimes the law is going to say, Chris, you just can't do it. Uh-huh. And so, but until the law says you just can't do it, you have to find a way to help that business owner achieve those goals. Right. Um, now, to that end, are there any um, common tools, electronic or otherwise, that privacy managers use? Yes, there are a number of those. I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty partial to OneTrust. Okay. And so I use the OneTrust. So it depends on, you know, um, if you're a risk manager, there are a number of risk tools out there. Uh-huh. You know, you've got methodologies like FAIR. You know, the factors analysis of information risk. Hmm. You know, there are a number of risk techniques, qualitative or quantitative, that you can use. Um, but if you want to talk about from a privacy program, there are great tools out there like RSA Archer and some of the ones. But the one that I advocate for mostly is OneTrust. Okay. That can help you really uh, build and sustain a privacy program. Gotcha. Now, where do privacy managers typically work? I mean, I've, uh, you know, obviously privacy is needed everywhere, but uh, from a management, you know, managing standpoint, uh, what type of job options are there at enterprises, vendors, consultants? Well, we level? are out there as the board. <laughs> We're like the Borg in Star Trek, okay. you know, the collective, yeah. you know, yeah, the high, absolutely. the collective. But no, you'll find yourself working. You have them in the federal government. Um, you know, again, you know, great agencies like uh, Veterans Administration, um, Securities Exchange Commission, they always have someone that oversees or assists the DPO or director in privacy and managing the program. You'll find us a lot in um, contracting, consulting, mm-hmm. 
you know, bringing on a staff once you're awarded the contract, bringing on a privacy manager or privacy analyst. The privacy manager serves almost like the program managers in some cases, but he or she serves as that intermediary between the client and the team. Mm -hmm. Now, um, can you speak about some of the other sort of pivot points that privacy managers, where they might go from here? What's the mobility like from this position? What are some common uh, next steps for for privacy managers? Well, you know, again, you can be a practitioner like myself. You can work Mm -hmm. within an organization within several years, branch out on your own and do, you know, singletary consulting. Um, For those that do have law degrees, Mm -hmm. then you'll find yourself, especially when you look at vacancy announcements, you'll find yourself, um, you know, moving up the career path, becoming director of privacy, deputy chief privacy officer, chief Mm -hmm. privacy officer, um, and for the attorney track. Uh, for myself, I didn't aspire. I mean, again, there are firms that will hire a, a non-attorney as for one of those senior positions based on his or her expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, for my track, I just, again, chose to do consulting. Gotcha. It gives me the flexibility to move from, you know, short-term, long-term contracts, support an organization. Once I complete the contract, move on to another contract. Yeah. I'm in a unique position, Chris. I'm retired from the military and retired from the government. So I have that flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen it from all the different directions. Right. Now, for our listeners who are ready to get started and were inspired by this video, what's something they can do right now that'll move them toward the goal of becoming a professional privacy manager? First of all, um, get the search. Okay. And what you can find is, you know, it's not exclusive to the privacy domain. You can be a cybersecurity expert. You can be an information security expert that already has management, depending on how privacy is aligned against those activities mm-hmm. and find yourself obtaining the cert. And then over time, becoming not only an information security manager that has privacy responsibilities, right. um, but also trans transitioning other than become take a short stint as a privacy manager. Mm-hmm. But it starts with acquiring the expertise and knowledge. Right. You know, you're not going to spring fully formed from Zeus's head like Athena yeah. and be a privacy manager. It just doesn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. You got to get you acquire the requisite skills and then demonstrate those over a period of time, like in any career mm-hmm. field. And then, you know, once you've done that, then you've postured yourself for a managerial uh, position. Love it. All right. Well, uh, hopefully our listeners are uh, ready to get excited about privacy as a career. Chris Stevens, uh, thank you very much for your time and insights today. Really appreciate it. Uh, Chris, thank you. Let's keep beating the drum on cybersecurity, on privacy and information security. You've seen the ads. 500,000 jobs unfilled. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they're not listening to the Pied Piper, Chris Cinco, trying to get them to walk in the right direction. But it's always a pleasure, Chris. Thank we'll you. Ju- we'll just keep we'll just keep tootling that flute until uh, until everyone hears it. But uh, so for all of you listening today, thank you for watching and listening. If you'd like to know more about other cybersecurity job roles, uh, we have eleven other ones that you can check out as well. Please check out the rest of InfoSec's career video series, and we'll see you next time. How about some free cybersecurity training resources for you and your team? Just go to infosecinstitute.com slash free to get ebooks, training guides, and more than 100 cybersecurity training courses, all free for cyber work listeners. Go to infosecinstitute.com slash free and start learning crucial new skills today.